Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. It's Wednesday. Is it? It is. It's Wednesday all day. <laughs> oh, Lordy. It is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Um, After 4th of July week here. Yes. Yes. How was your 4th? Uh, uneventful uh, for me. Okay. Um, just chilled out with the family. Chilled out at my friend Ben's pool. Um, mm-hmm. Just chill. How about you? Um, we actually went on vacation. Um, we went, yeah, we went down to Panama City Beach, Florida. Um, yes, Florida, but you know, we, we did what we could as far as, you know, safety goes. We got an Airbnb, Mm -hmm. it was a private house. Um, and I have to say, you know, I mean, everyone's freaking out about Florida and it being a dangerous zone and all that, but you know, it wasn't bad. Like, people were responsible. We bad? went to the beach, and people kept distance. You know, it's it was good. It was a really good time to get away, and, and we had fun. You know, I always think back to, have you seen the movie Rounders? No, I have not. That's a great classic movie um, with um, Edward Norton and Matt Damon. You should totally check it out. Oh, okay. But um, uh, there's a line from it, and it's, um, you know, I, I forget exactly how it goes. There's a few great lines from it. Like, one of my favorites is, you can't, if you don't spot the sucker in the first 10 minutes of the table, chances are you are the sucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's another one. It was like, I forget the exact line, but it was, you ask the best poker players in the world, you know, the dates of, like, the dates of their biggest wins, and they can never right. re- recall a single one. But they tell you the dates of the biggest losses. And they can tell you the exact date, the exact time, exactly where in every single detail. And I think that's like a lot of like I don't want to downplay our situation, but Mm -hmm. so much like people right now and just society in general are like, oh, my God, look at this. Oh, my God. That's a really interesting way um, of of looking at it in a a different perspective. And you're you're right. Absolutely. We we tend to focus on the negative and see the negative a whole lot easier than we do the positive. Absolutely. And more so, it gets more attention, I feel. Um, oh, yeah. It's and that's, you know, that's part of the culture. I don't want to downplay anything that's going on right now. But right. there's something to be said, I feel. But about, like, even having to say that, Jacob, even having to give that little disclaimer, it it shows, you know, it's, it, it emphasizes what we're talking about. It's like you're not allowed to talk about the positives. You're not allowed to focus on, hey, these numbers are improving or those numbers are improving or mm-hmm. point out the good because by doing so, people assume that that means right away you're discounting the bad and you're minimizing it and you're overlooking the severity yeah, I don't, of things. I don't, want 
I don't want to discount the fact that we've got a bad scenario on our hands that we're in the right. midst of a global pandemic. But and there are people that are doing things incorrectly, but there are some that are, you know, and that's 100%. that's really good. Hundred percent. Um. So anyway, everybody, welcome to the Supercast this week. Yep. Um, I'm Jake Bosecker. I'm Leah Hensley. Um, yeah, happy happy Wednesday. As always, this episode is brought to you by Bank of CBD. Um, longtime partner with the podcast. Love these guys. Check them out at VegasCBD.com. Um, you can use code BROCR. Save 15% off on the best CBD products out there. They have marked their prices down um, you know, in response to to COVID and, you know, people's current economic situations. But if you're looking for some, you know, CBD products, if you're looking for help with your recovery to help recover faster and train harder, check out Vanga CBD. Um, their capsules, their balm, their gummies, best stuff out there. And the new there. secret product coming on. And the new secret Pretty product soon. that we are all anxiously awaiting. I'm freaking pumped for a secret product. I um. am too. And as soon as secret product is available and we can share information, I'm Jay wait and to Dave. Test it. I can't wait to test it. <laughs> me too. Then we will absolutely share that I with y'all. I really could have used it last night. Um. Yep. Yep. <laughs> anyway, great products, great guys is great team check them out um you know it's a lifestyle product too it's helping with sleep with all the anxiety going on right now in the world um mm-hmm. i i swear by the stuff absolutely vegascbd.com um, slash brocr and save 15 percent off with code brocr without further ado though leah yes it's time to talk about something fun today yes so our friends over at the running public um you know, came up with this virtual challenge to get people involved and, you know, have some fun. And, you know, it looks I, like for, fun first of all, before we, before we go into this, though, it makes me happy that guys like the guys over at Obstacle Racing Media have done like the, the, the ultra virus. Yep. You know, we've seen Kirk and Bracken now do this, um, this beer, beer mile and, and the burpee, burpee 10K. 10K. Mm-hmm. You know, over the same weekend, do little events like this. You know, I, I like this personally. And I think, this is really akin to things like locals putting on a local race. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen Spartan, the world's biggest virtual race. And, you know, that you're automatically signed and... up for, even if you never signed up for it, just because you ever did a Spartan. Exactly. <laughs> or you've got something like the, the burpee that let, let's get weird. Let's, let's do some cool stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, it really makes me smile when I see guys like this, like maybe it's not huge, but they put on a fun event. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, absolutely. Let's, let's videotape it. It didn't go freaking bananas, cream pudding crazy as far as, you know, tons and tons and tons and millions and billions of people doing it. But it's still fun. And it, that's absolutely. that goes back to that community, bringing people together and having right. having a damn good time. So, Leah, did you do either? So I did not do either because we were going on vacation. But I'm going to tell well, you. Dumb. I've got major FOMO now over this beer mile after talking to do you our guests do a beer mile today. With me? I well, I don't want to use do beer. You want to do a beer mile with me? I do want to do one. I don't want to use yes. beer. Um, yes. So, no, you got to do it with beer. You got to no, do it with see, beer. I yes, you beer. beer makes me want you to puke just the taste of it. Dude, I will take like <laughs> 10% alcohol, something else. Over. It's not about the alcohol. It's not about the I alcohol. I know, apparently. It's not about the alcohol. So the official beer mile <laughs> rules. Yes, there is an official beer mile out there in the world. And, there is. you know, and there there is a very extensive list of rules of what, you know, constitutes mm-hmm. the beer mile. 
But the biggies that, you know, are the key factors is a 12-ounce beer, and Mm -hmm. it's got to be 5% alcohol. Now, our friends over at uh, the Running Public did not enforce this rule. They said you can use anything, even non-alcoholic beer. Um, The point was just to get out and do something. Yep. So you did it. I did do it. I did now, that was your first one, right? That was my first beer mile, Leah. Um, but I did not do it. I did not officially submit a time. So it was one mm-hmm. of those things. Leah, I am craving weird stuff right now in my life. Like, I need a challenge. I need to do something okay. weird. So I had went. It was a few days before 4th of July. Mm-hmm. It was like on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And I had went and got a. I, I saw you could do NAs or, you know, a higher or just a regular beer. And I'm like. Right. I have no idea what I'm doing. So I went across the street. I had some friends up in Indy that were like, yeah, man, we're going to try and do the beer mile, which, you know, uh, Dustin Nichols, kudos to you, man. You took fourth overall freaking mm-hmm. way to haul. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, tomorrow. He's like, we're going to do it this Sunday. I said, OK, I'll go get some I'll go get some beer with you. He's like, well, I got to do N.A.s because I don't drink. I said, OK, well, okay. you know, Indy's like an hour from me. I didn't want to dr- slam four beers like at like on a Sunday morning guys. Right. So like, I'll go get some NAs and stand, you know, with you, you know, like mm-hmm. if, if that's your thing, it's your thing. And I'll, I'll do it with you. Right. Um, so I went over and got some, I was trying to find some like, okay, so we're, we're familiar with athletic brewing company. Yep. I would not do it with that. You don't want to chug any beer that has flavor. <laughs> oh yeah, probably not. That would make um, sense. Especially IPAs. So I was like, all right, I'll just get some Bush NAs or some O'Doul's or something okay. and go from there. So I went across the street and then he messages me, okay, yeah, man, we're going to do it tomorrow morning, Friday at 6 a.m. Oof. Okay. And I'm like, ah, shit. That means I got to get up to Indy. Like I've got to leave my house like by five. There's some beer mile dedication right here. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it Friday morning. I'll do it sometime Friday. So I'm sitting here at my house on Thursday night and I'm like, I'm just going to do it now. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I've never done it before. I'm going to do it right now. So I text a few friends here in town. I'm like, all right, let's – anybody want to do it? I'm just going to do it here in like 20 minutes down at the right. local track. And they're all like, hell yeah. Let's go do it. Let's go do it. Okay. Well, they didn't bring any beer. Uh, well, <laughs> how does that work? Exactly. So I'm the only guy with some beer. They're like, well, we want to do it with, with – we want to do it too, like my friend Tyler. I'm like, well, I've just got a six-pack, so that – Tyler, means you're a mooch. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, you're a mooch, but we need we need two more beers. Right. Because that's, that's math. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I did have two in my cooler, two additional Yingling flights. Those were the only other beers I had. Okay. Um, so you they had were two ha- Yinglings and four non-alcoholics. Yeah. Four it, or six. Uh, six, six and A's. So we could both have eight beers. Gotcha. Um, but so for me, I really shot myself in the foot. This is my first time doing a beer mile. So the way it okay. works, Leah, is you've got four beers. You start, you drink a beer. Now, supposedly, you're supposed to have, like, 10 meters to chug your beer. Right. Now, me being a dinkus, I should have had a table to put them on. I should have had <laughs> I should have had my 10 meters marked off, and I've, I've got to edit the video still. But, like, I basically stop, drink a beer, and then go again. Right, um, right. And that's that's my own dang fault. I'm still learning. I am new to the beer mile world. Hey, apparently you are um, not a professional. There's techniques and stuff. <laughs> I am not a professional. But I ran a six-minute mile. Okay, so um, where did you put the, so biggest, you had three non-alcoholics and one yingling. Where did you put the yingling in the mix? I put my yingling last. Okay, and in was, retrospect, was, a, was that a good decision or a bad decision? 
uh, it, it threw me off because it was the inconsistency. Because after that, you've got like 36 ounces of beer in you. Just and sloshing burping, around in your gut. Sloshing <laughs> around. And then you're going to throw in something, in, an entirely different flavor here. And under like, because at that time I was holding, I was like at six minutes. Okay. Um, And then all of a sudden you start drinking something different. You're like, whoa, this right. is, this is different. This is not what well, I'm Well, consuming to. anything at that high, I mean, assuming redlining, high exertion, yeah. you know, putting anything in is rough anyway and then you're going to put yep. something in with that that much calories and that much that you know, the alcohol content the different the flavor you know mm-hmm. i would imagine it, it me, upset you it tummy. threw me <laughs> off so i was like whoa and i was trying to drink my last beer time was freaking pathetic um in <laughs> fact in, in my interview here in a second we're going to talk to um i'll describe that here in a second but for me it was drinking that last beer and it threw me way off and then i mm-hmm. still kept my pace decent and still okay. finished like in a top 10 spot if I would have submitted my time. So what was uh, your final was like, time? Time final time was like a 925, 9:30 somewhere in there. Definitely respectable and impressive. Okay. It's okay. It's yeah. okay for not for knowing what the hell time, I'm doing. Yeah, I, for my first I'd time. I'd say I'll, that's I'll that's it. respectable for sure. Now my my buddy Tyler that was with me. He did a 7:30. Nice. <laughs> and that would have been in like the top 5. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Tyler Tyler Good freaking job, got Tyler, with me. Tyler the Mooch. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler's a hoot. He's, um, he's a goofy guy. But we had a good time. We had fun with it. And I was like, you know, what? I kind of want to do it again sometime. Just see see if I can do it better. Um, yeah. Well, now anyway, I'm curious, too. So we may have to do something like that. We may have to do it. Maybe. So watch out Highlander, Salt, Dark Ages. Maybe once Ooh, everything's said and done. There you we go. We do like a beer, a beer mile. <laughs> and just there you go. Hey, Chad, we're going to have to talk about this one. So. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway. aside from you, we we got to speak with two rock star badasses this week who competed and then subsequently won. won. Both of them won. We've got the the reigning male and female champion of the Running Public Beer Mile. Absolutely. So so here was my thing. So my buddy, as soon as I say like I'm gonna do this to a few friends and stuff, my buddy Caleb Yates reaches out. He's like, dude, I'm gonna win it. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> really? And Caleb's Caleb's a big dude. Like mm-hmm. you know Caleb. Uh-huh. Yep. He's a large guy. He's yes, like he is. he's built like Hunter or something. Like he's a big guy. And he's like, I got I got a five oh one the other day. I have a speed test of myself. I'm like, you almost broke a five minute minute mile. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm like Alrighty. Right. He's like, Well, I, I want to hit a five forty. And um Great story with him here in a second. He's he's a hoot. He's a riot, and he freaking threw down. If you guys want to check out his videos on Instagram, uh, he's got a great video of him doing the beer mile, and it's just something to freaking watch. Awesome. Um, well, Leah, who'd you that? bring in? I got to talk to the female champion, Morgan Schultz, um, who is a freaking badass. Morgan blew up onto the scene last year into you know the OCR world. She's got a long history of um, collegiate running and then got into CrossFit. And has now found her way into OCR and specifically along the lines of the High Rocks DecaFit, you know, yeah. focus. Um, so she had a total badass year last year and then heard about the Beer Mile and, in her words, came from one of the biggest party schools in the country and had tons of experience <laughs> um, learning how to chug her beer and felt like this event was made for her. 
And that's that's kind of how Caleb felt. It was hilarious. He's like, yep. you know, I'm ex-military, and I feel like I tr- I was raised for this. <laughs> yep, yep. So we talked to both of these badass athletes and hear about their strategies, how they did it, and a little bit more about them. Without further ado, let's kick it on over to the Big Money here from Dallas, Texas. I'm here with Caleb Yates. Caleb, what's going on, buddy? What's up, man? Long time no talk. Long time no talk. Caleb, we've known each other for how long now? It's been, it feels like forever. It's been a hot <laughs> second. Um, so, Caleb, you, you're you in the Dallas area. You're working at the Foundry Gym down there? Yep. Yep, we're opening uh, up a uh, the tentative opening date is going to be August 1st, depending on how everything holds up with the virus. So hoping that will also get working up. So so Caleb is no no ghost or foreigner to the Spartan world. You've seen his stuff all over the world. He's been in Broken Skull Ranch. Um, you're a big dude. Um, one of the my favorite things about you is you've got like this Mewtwo tattoo. <laughs> you look and i think you like pokemon just as much as me <laughs> yeah, I show it off all the time and everybody looks at me like i'm a big weirdo but, you know it is what it is what it is i am i am me and i'm ashamed of it it's, it's an awesome thing but you're a total badass and this weekend caleb um threw down because you can't you can't give shit to a guy that's got a mewtwo tattoo and then won a goddamn beer mile this past weekend for the running public i mean Okay, so you messaged me what we were talking, chit-chatting back and forth the other day, and you're like, the thing that got me riled up was you said you had a 501 mile. Mm-hmm. You time trialed it for a 501, and you're like, yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw down a 540, and I was like, shit, a brick, yeah, yeah, with a 501 you could do that. <laughs> actually, I actually hit that 501 PR uh, about 45 minutes before. I went and did the 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 beer mile. Oh God, Caleb! <laughs> and just back and forth like that. So what's okay? So I I did it, and we discussed that earlier here on the on the podcast here. Um, what's so? What was your beer? What was your beer? Uh, it was Bud Light Platinum. Um, I did a little <laughs> bit. Tried okay. to find that was not only like the strong, but still like acceptable in the beer mile community you know they were the, the running club was like public was like you know you can use non-alcoholic beer if you're non-alcoholic drinker but i was like you know what the the five percent is like the minimum that you can use in an actual beer mile so I was that like, is oh, the respected gonna, and we're gonna go six percent so it was a six percent alcohol by volume Damn, i didn't know platinum was six okay yeah so that extra that extra percent it, it hits you all right i guess the thing that i was like telling everybody though at the end, your final lap there, you were hauling ass. You're just doing that on 48 ounces of liquid and carbon. <laughs> it was uh, 48 ounces, so it's a 12 yeah. ounce. Uh, yeah, man, it's it was it was tough. I think I ran a final lap of a 106, I believe. Good night, buddy. But I, I was just I had to pick it up because I was I was trying to break sub six, but you know it didn't happen today. I think you know my legs were just a little fatigued from the the mile PR from. 45 minutes earlier, but no excuses. I'll get it next time. You'll get it next time. Definitely. You'll break that six minute mark. So, so you won some change there. Um, a little bit. Bracken yeah. and Kirk. That wasn't, that was nice. Yeah, uh, it's good. Little, little fun money. So what's your strategy here? How did this, how did this thing shake down? Did you have buddies with you? So I actually went out there with um, the guy who I, I literally live a hundred feet from uh, Luke Halterman and okay. uh, uh, another guy who um, I, 
barely know uh, as of right now, but we're, we're getting to know each other a little better. His name's Devin. And what's funny is Luke's mom is down here from Virginia right now, and she actually ran the beer mile with us. Oh, so shit. That was, All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he probably doesn't want me to say this, but his mom beat him in the beer mile. Oh, serious. Yeah, so she's got a little bit of shit she can talk for the rest of her life. <laughs> Something to be proud of. What was her time? Um, I think it was like it was it was upwards of like fourteen minutes, thirteen minutes. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, she still took him to town though. <laughs> yeah, she 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 whooped him. He can't drink, you know, man. He's he's a good runner, but he just can't hang with me. <laughs> so and that that was my thing though. Okay, so what were your beer splits like? How how did that look? So. So if, I actually looked at it today, and I slowed down a little bit after the first one. The first one was an eight-second uh, oh, chuck. Jesus, man. Now, this second is bottles, one, right? These are from bottles, yeah. Oh, the my God. The 15-second. The third one was 13-second. And the fourth one, it started coming up a little bit. So I slowed it down a little bit, and it took 20 seconds. But Oh, my God. So I, I kind of timed it up, and it, it was it was close to a minute. So you take a minute off of my chugging time, and I still ran close to a 5-10 mile. So That's that was freaking nuts. So I'm I'm okay with the time that I. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's too freaking great. So, so okay, one of the biggest questions I've had a few different topics. We were talking about like the beer the beer running, you know, the beer mile community and what they thought was acceptable and what's what's cool. Um, did you do the swirl? Uh, no, I did not. I just just turned up the just, bottle. Just, just just cranked it up. <laughs> like foam out and come out of my mouth. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that was my hard point though. Was the foam? Yeah. So like, what? How do you fight it, that? You can't turn it straight up. You actually have to slowly start pouring it, or else uh, it, it's going to start bubbling and it's going to start foaming. You have to try to make it as smooth as possible. A lot of people oh make it straight up, and that's where the the bubbling action happens and the foaming action happens, and it just it ruins you. <laughs> Oh my God! So did you do this early in the morning, late at night? Like, how's the temperature well, down there? We uh we started we started our mile PR at eight and then gave it 45 minutes after we finished. So we started around nine ish uh, a.m. Uh, so that's when. <laughs> so I, I started drinking at nine o'clock and really honestly didn't stop drinking because this was on the fourth of July. Um, it's a good a day to do it. About four hours later, I reattempted the beer mile because I wanted to try to break six. So not only did I do a mile PR. But I did a, a beer mile an hour later and then a second beer mile a couple hours later than that. Just because you're half drunk, you're like, fuck it, I'm going, I'm going. That's, <laughs> and that second beer mile was a, a 6, 6.15, I'm sorry. So I was still like right there where I needed to be, but I just I couldn't get below six that day. So uh, You were so pumped, though, talking about like trying to break the six, though. And like I, I have no doubt you'll fucking do it here in the next year. <laughs> you know, you got to have self-talk. You got you to gotta hype yourself up. And I was I was honestly thinking that if I can run a five minute mile and then drink four beers in ten seconds, that's I what I it. thought. <laughs> but you the beers, it's hard, man. It it took me well way longer than I wanted to. Honestly. Dude, it took you as long, and I was I was sitting here looking at your numbers and like what you're talking about. It took you the same amount of time to drink four beers that it took me to drink my last beer. <laughs> so. If we're talking about guys that can't drink beer right now, I am definitely on that roster of guys that can't slam a beer. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it takes practice, you know. I think that uh, I'm, I'm well prepared for this because, you know, I was in the military, it prepared me well for that. I was in college, prepared me well for that. So 
you know, it's, it's one of those things. You come out and you you go against someone who has that kind of background, you're not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> you're coming out swinging, baby. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Well, that's that's just freaking great. And it's great to see you back, like, kicking ass and taking names here. So what big races do you have lined up here for the for the season, if it may happen? Hopeful future. Uh, yeah, for the hopeful future for us all. First race back um, is actually going to be High Rocks. Or not High Rocks, I'm sorry. It's going to be Grit Games. Um, okay. Down, down, down just a little bit south of us. So we're going down there. The Foundry Gym is going to take over. Uh, they don't know what's going to them. Um, and then after Grit Games, this will be my first time at Grit Games, but everybody talks praises of it. So Oh, it's great. I mean, it's great. I've heard great things. So after Grit Games, I'm hoping for West Virginia to stick around. Okay. Uh, and if West Virginia sticks around, next up is going to be Tahoe. So that's going to be my go. my three races as of this year that I have 100% planned. You know, and there, here's the thing that I've been talking to so many people about. Like, I don't know what's going to stick around. Like, I've heard yeah. jokes. Like, just we're sitting here now. World's Toughest Mudder and all Tough Mudder events got canceled today. Yeah, saw all that. And then I'm hearing rumors about Utah getting canceled. Is it really? So, I haven't heard that yet. I, they, they, I've just heard like whispers and rumors here and there, but yeah. like, what a fucking year, man. Like, <laughs> Maybe this is what we need. We needed to take the year off for people to appreciate what OCR really is and get back to what it was, you know, 2014, 2015, where everyone just had fun. Yeah. I mean, like, I just think back to like, it's gotten so commercial in so, some points, some respects, but yeah. like, yeah. I, I want to just so get back to the grassroots but also like on top of that like we have been hitting it hard for like five years it's true we have like we have been dry humping the shit out of this fucking <laughs> stuff Dude, we, and have. we don't we don't mess around when it comes to it man no off season like in the off no. season you're like oh my god is there a new tv show out here that we can try and get on oh my god i gotta put together a good video for american ninja warrior in case they want to call me on this shit Exactly. Um, so you're working, you're working 24/7, 365, because you never know what's going to come up. Exactly. It's the ultimate side hustle sport, and we've yes. not. It was about time the wheels fucking came off. <laughs> exactly. And exactly, man. Like, it's it's it was bound to happen eventually, but it, it was bound to happen. So so yeah, you've got you've got West Virginia on the plate, you got Tahoe on the plate, um, and you've got your new freaking gym. Um, so what's so? Give me a pitch here for the Foundry. What can you tell me about it? So the Foundry is going to be a little bit different than a lot of other gyms. So it's going to be functional fitness. It's going to be um, Softleet program. If you don't know what Softleet is, it's um, programming designed by X Special Forces, and they and we do a lot of functional fitness type um, workouts. So it's not going to be like a CrossFit gym. We're not going to make you do hang snatches. We're not going to make you do power cleans um, straight into a power snatch or anything like that because we're not going to sublux those shoulders we're not going to put you in a position that's going to hurt you we're going to make it to where you're going to be good at life for anything that life throws at you but we also have spartan sbx so we're going to prepare you for spartan races we're going to have uh we're going to be decafit and high rock certified so we can actually go out there and train people for those races we're going to be putting on many um many high rocks many deca courses so people come out and train properly for a race before it happens. You know, it's so cool. I was talking to Yancey about that and getting the DECA mark and stuff like that and just how cool that concept is for so many people that never go out to the OCR courses. 
yeah, man, it's it's one of those things that people don't know what it's like, and we want to give them that taste so they can be like, I can't wait to do this now because the community continues to grow, and grow more and more. Oh, I agree. And it's, you know, okay, so do you think this high rock stuff is going to take off bigger in the gyms than Spartan has? Um, I, I think it's going to be something new that people are going to turn toward. Like, you know, when Spartan came around, everybody loved it. But now high rocks and DecaFit are coming around. I think it's going to take over for a little bit um, and be kind of like the, the stadium races are and were, you know, like it's, it was something new and everybody loved doing it because they were able to go to different menus. They were able to go to these and do these different types of workouts. And like, that's what this is. It's just a, it's a new workout for people to do. It is. And for me, like, and I, I hate to be biased, but I'm going there. I, I thought the stadiums were weak. I actually never did a stadium. So I, I have no idea. I, I refuse to ever do one. I did one and it's like two miles. Come on. But then high rocks is like high rocks is legit. Like high rocks, the five k, right? Yeah, well, no, high rocks is like it's well, like five miles. It's five. That's what I meant. Uh, five yeah. miles, but yeah, it's it's longer and it's it's actually like strength work. Like yeah. you are tired. <laughs> like a hundred wall balls there at the end. That's no messing around. See, I would much rather do that than run a ton of stairs. Like I'm too big to run stairs. <laughs> i hear you on that i hear you well i don't hear you on that because i'm not a, i'm not how much do you weigh now you're like a, above 200 i'm 220 right now man oh jesus christ but yeah i'm i gotta figure out what i'm doing with my life 220 <laughs> almost a five minute mile man that's that's probably that's like impressive that's that's, that's up your that. bulk pony status there you're gonna go like give other Hunter than mcintyre some run for his money uh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome deal well, I guess that really brings us to the end of our time here, Caleb. But thanks so much for being on the cast this week. Absolutely, Jacob. It was a pleasure. All righty. So I have the pleasure of talking to the, I don't know what you call it, I guess fastest, best <laughs> beer drinking runner girl um, on the planet, we're going to call it right now, because that's all that matters in the OCR world, Morgan Schultz. <laughs> Wow. How's that for an show? <laughs> I was going to say, honestly, that's the best introduction I've ever heard. So I seriously appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Well, you know, OCR is life. So we're not going to even worry about people who aren't in, you know, the OCR competition. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier with Caleb, but um, the Running Public podcast that we are all fans of as well put on mm-hmm. a 4th of July beer mile challenge. So you signed up. Mm-hmm. Was it your first time doing a beer mile? What made you decide to do this one? Yeah. So, like, I knew I wanted to do some sort of either either one of those two races. So it was either the Burpee 10K or the beer mile. And in my opinion... I was like, oh, that Burpee 10K is going to suck. Like, there's no way yeah. I'm going to do that. So I didn't. And the other <laughs> option was just the, the beer mile. And I already had planned to do the High Rocks virtual workout that same day. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to do a double whammy of two sucky workouts. So I was like, you know, the beer mile is probably short. Like, my goal was to break seven minutes. I don't know where I got that goal just in my head. I was like, oh, what's seven your minutes, regular, what's your mile time? Um, I ran a mile in 451 in college 
Okay, so, that's pretty badass. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, so I was a middle distance runner in college. So, And I also went to the University of Illinois. And I feel like, debatably, that's one of the biggest party schools in America. So I, uh-huh. you could say I kind of have had a lot of experience like, chugging alcohol. So I guess... That's how you were prepared. <laughs> you, you were trained for this, obviously. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, you know, it combines the best of both worlds. I used to be a good miler. Um, I can chug alcohol pretty well. So that was the main reason why I decided to sign up for it. Um, but also the fact that it was shorter, and then I did it on the same day as the High Rocks workout, which I did about uh-huh. two hours or two or three hours before. So the reason why I set it up that way is because... First, I had to get someone to help me film it. So I had uh-huh. a friend who was just willing to help me out for the day. So I just asked him. I was like, hey, uh, can you meet me back <laughs> up at the track at, like, 5 p.m.? Like, I'll, like, bring you some alcohol, too. There you go. So we <laughs> we kind of made, like, a little party out of it. And it was such a blast. So, yeah, it was just kind of for fun. Um, I didn't have any expectations. Um, to be honest, I did look up what the Beer Mile World Record was just because I was kind of kind of curious. Um, and I saw it was, like, 617 or 618 or something. Um, so in the back of my head, I was like, okay, well, I know I'm a pretty decent miler. And I know I can chug just drinks in general pretty fast so I was like okay sub seven would be pretty sick and uh-huh. I ran a 654 so I mean yeah I was pretty happy with it and honestly yeah. pretty surprised I think ma- many people majority of our listeners would be happy with that as a mild time <laughs> period without <laughs> the alcohol um, and if you throw the alcohol in the mix and it just makes it that much better it was a blast. I mean, I got to say the few, like an hour or so after it was a pretty fun time. Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of hung out at the track with my friend. Um, I kind of just walked off the the little buzz that I had going on. And then I played a volleyball game after actually. So, so you know, it was <laughs> fun day. It was a fun day. <laughs> so what was your alcohol of choice? Because the rent, the, the official um, beer mile has their own set of rules, but the running public wanted to keep it more fun. And they basically said, you know, whatever you want to drink, it could even be non-alcoholic correct. beer. They didn't care. So what did yes. you choose and why? So I chose uh, Corona light seltzers. And the reason why I did this is because so I went, to, so originally in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm going to get some Natty Lights because those Ugh. were like, I know they're gross, but they're so easy to drink because they're like water. water. Exactly. Right. So I was like, if people don't drink that, then they're like, they're messing up in my opinion. So I went to the store and I was like, okay, I'm here for the Natty Lights. And this was July 3rd. So the day before the 4th of July. So I'm at my local Jewel and I'm looking for them. And I'm like, wow, like there's no alcohol here. Like literally none. So I'm like, well, shoot, like I'm about to go do this um, beer mile and I can't find anything that suits what I want. So I decided to drive home and that was the only alcohol I had at home. So Uh, that's the only reason why I took it is just because it kind of fit the criteria. It was 12 ounces. um, So you weren't like punking out and not trying to drink beer or anything like that? No, I wanted to. Yeah. See, I (laughs) wanted to get my hands on some beer, but also I didn't like, so they did have beer, but I didn't want to spend like 20 bucks on like a case of like 24. So this is just stuff I already had. You don't want something stupid like Guinness or something. (laughs) No, right. Because I wouldn't have even drank it. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just go home. I'll grab four Corona seltzers and I'll drink it. And if they don't count it, then whatever. But right. I mean, yeah, they they seem pretty chill. Yeah, they did. They did. And you got crowned the champion. So how did you feel afterwards? Like, you know, shotgunning four beers in, Mm -hmm. you know, under seven minutes while Mm -hmm. running in the heat, I presume. How were you feeling? (laughs) 
Um, so I didn't feel that good, as you could probably expect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say this, the, the third lap was the worst because I had... Like, so my stomach basically just, like, distended. Like, it, there was just so mm-hmm. much, like, bubbles and gaseous stuff in there. Yeah. So I just felt so large. So, like, on my third lap, like, my stomach was just protruding, and I did not want to take in any more alcohol. <laughs> but my my trick into people who want to be good at the beer mile, this is something that my anatomy professor taught us in Uh-oh. undergrad, <laughs> and it's the way to chug alcohol fast is it's some psychological technique and like we practice it in class, which is kind of just odd, but with beer. No, no, no. (laughs) With water. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In class, it was not with beer. It was really is the party school. then. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. He's like, bring your beer into class. (laughs) No. (laughs) So we had water and he basically taught us how to depress our tongue while retracting our uvula. So for people who don't know your uvula is like that little thing that sticks down at the back of your mouth. The hangy ball. Yeah, exactly. That thing. And he, he basically taught us how to do that. And I do not know how to explain it. And if people want to look it up, maybe there's videos, but he basically taught us how to do that. So I can basically just pour a drink right down my throat without thinking okay, about there it. There you anymore. go. So that was See, my trick. I'm good at <laughs> chugging myself as well. And yeah. I did not do the beer mile because uh-huh. well, I can't stand beer, but yeah. I I should have done it with something else. But uh, I can chug, but I'm just not that mm-hmm. fast. So I'm like, if I can just <laughs> chug it really, really fast, maybe I can make up some of my time. Oh, yeah. Honestly, the chugging just makes such a difference. If you're a good chugger, I'm sure you'd be pretty good at the beer mile. I got Yeah, say. I might have to try this just because I, I'm curious. Because in talking to some of my friends who've tried it, like, several of them have learned that they have a stronger gag reflex than they realize uh-huh. or it takes them too long to drink it. And, like... Uh-huh. You know, one of my friends took over three and a half minutes just drinking his beer. Oh, right. Uh Uh-huh. Right. So, you know, I'm like, well, I can chug. So I might just have to do this (laughs) next time. (laughs) I say you do. It's fun. Nonetheless, it's fun. Um, But, yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel too awful, honestly. I, like, I never mm-hmm. felt like I was going to throw up. It was just, I kind of felt just bloated. Yeah, bloated. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the word. So, okay. yeah, I didn't feel like I was going to throw up. I mean, I drank another one after I finished. I mean, it was a while <laughs> after I finished, but, but right, yeah, right. like, it was definitely a fun time, and I would definitely recommend it to anyone who's just thinking about it. All right. Well, the other thing that you mentioned, which, you know, I don't think it's fair to say that you're a newcomer to the sport anymore. I think that, you know, you kind of entered what about last year was was last year your first full year? Yes. Yep. Last year was first full year. So, yeah. So, I mean, you, you joined in last year and you just kind of came on like badass. You know, I remember <laughs> first hearing about you within like um, some of the, the shorter course stuff. And then you came on with High Rocks and really just kind of crushed it. Mm hmm. So tell us what was what was High Rocks? I mean that that seemed to be I mean unless I'm wrong, correct me. Was that kind of like the peak of your season last year? Yeah. So I would say for sure High Rocks was something that I was kind of gearing up for, um, just because mm-hmm. I feel like it felt or it fit my interest in strengths the most. So mm-hmm. I come from like a middle distance background when I was a track athlete mm-hmm. in college, and I just kind of like enjoyed running shorter distances and longer ones. Um, and then once I finished my college running career, I got into CrossFit pretty heavily for a, a decent mm-hmm. period of time. So when I was in that CrossFit stint, um, I started to get pretty strong, but I still would run on occasion. So I kind of had this fitness, this aerobic fitness that I built up 
and mm-hmm. I was still pretty strong. So I got into OCR because of that, because I felt like it was some competition that could kind of encapsulate both of my strengths. Mm-hmm. But when I saw Hyrax was coming out, I was like, oh, like this, like this is the event that I'm actually meant for. Like OCR is mm-hmm. awesome, but you can be just a good runner and be good at OCR. And I feel like yep. with Hyrax, you have to be a you good strength athlete. You have to be strong. See, you now to. you're speaking my language because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very similar. I don't have a running background. Um, uh-huh. That was never my thing. And, you know, I've always been the stronger girl, you know, I like to lift and I was really into that. And so I found that before I found running. And so Mm -hmm. I always found myself doing really well with the strength based stuff, but then getting dusted on the runs. So when high rocks came around, I'm like, well, here we go. This is me. I know. (laughs) It's literally, that was my first Mm -hmm. words. I remember when my coach, um, Dennis was like, I think this was, I guess it didn't come to the United States until this last year, I guess. So right. he brought it up. He brought it up to us and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is something that I really want to focus on. So yeah. yeah, I would say the majority of last, uh, last year and then early in this year before COVID hit, I just decided mm-hmm. to take a step back. Well, I guess the OCR season was kind of over, but I took a step right. back from prioritizing like my running and kind of focused on increasing my strength, doing more interval, interval-based workouts that kind of fit the high rocks workout stations a little mm-hmm. bit more. And then I would say this year is um, I'm focusing more on high rock as well. And I'm tackling their new virtual championship of fitness um, competition they have going on right now, which is just epic so far. Yes. I so it. I'm signed up as well. I'm doing the body weight, but I did uh-huh. see that you are currently sitting in first place right now. Is that right? Yes. In, in the equipment one. Correct. Yeah. So I decided to do the equipment one just because I have a gym. I, my gym's open right now in my town. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll just sign up for this. Like this, this seems kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. and I did it. So the score that I actually posted was my second time doing it through. Um, okay. the first, the first time I did it, I feel like I was, I went out a little bit too conservatively. And then when mm-hmm. I started to see people score ahead of me, I was, I'm mm-hmm. too competitive to just let them beat me. So, right, right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm doing this again. So I contacted my friend again, who's been such a blessing at like, <laughs> filming everything for me. So he met me at the gym and I decided, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, going to be the highest score like yeah that was just my mindset like I know I can get there and I had I feel like doing it one time gave me an opportunity to kind of like learn what I did wrong and then I applied mm-hmm. it to my second time so yeah I'm in I'm in first place now but I know at least one girl who has a higher score than me but she just hasn't posted about it yet uh, um, see that's the thing so <laughs> if people are listening and you're not familiar so I think we talked about high rocks um the first virtual challenge when they had it a couple months ago and and now we've got the second one um, so there's two options this time. There's the with equipment and there's the body weight division. So you can choose which division you want. And it's a series of what? Five weeks. Is that right? Um, it's five, four weeks four. and there's five workouts. Okay. So there's a, there's, there's five set workouts. They're released one at a time and you have a block of window available to complete the workout. It has to be videoed and you submit your video with your score um, and you have until, you know, the end of that block. So for those of you listening, um, this is, podcast is probably going to be released uh, Wednesday morning, which is actually the last day. So if you're listening mm-hmm. to this this morning um, and you want to sign up and tackle High Rocks, it's not too late, but you have to do the first workout today um, and get that score submitted by 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. 
um, and see if you can take on Morgan, but I'm going to put my money on you. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Yeah. I like that the setup that they have is very professional. Like they Mm -hmm. want you to submit video and they have judges that are there to their job is basically just to look at your video and make sure you're doing all the um, requirements that they want in the workout. So props to them for setting up something that's yep. so big and they're giving out prize money too, which is just insane for something that's yeah. online, which just right. shows how like professional and how much they care about making the sport like serious. I've got nothing but respect for Hyrox. We, we've mm-hmm. had Mo on, on our podcast before and, um, having done Hyrox up in Chicago myself, I mean, just nothing but amazing things to be said about it. And, you know, for you guys listening, you know, I think Morgan is, is spot on with this, you know, Hyrox is definitely separating themselves from other, you know, virtual online, just races and funsy things do it and just get a metal mailed to you. Like this is a mm-hmm. legit competition with judges and your reps are being scored and um, it's international and there's a leaderboard mm-hmm. and, you know, you can go on there and you can see during that window of submission, you know, who's, who's ahead of you. You can watch their videos now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I like that addition, you know, from, from the first version that they did. Yeah. I've been watching some of the videos of, Mm -hmm. I I love the idea that you can see other people just so you do. Yeah. You kind of get a feeling about how other people are doing it and how they have it set up. So I think that's just an awesome idea. And then one more quick thing about high rocks is, if people were scared by the fact that I said you have to be strong to do it, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't have to be insanely Mm-mm. strong. They have, they have different divisions. So like, yep. um, they have a professional or I think it's prof- elite or something. They have an elite division where mm-hmm. the weights are pretty challenging, but that's meant for people who have built up to tackle that weight. They also right. have like an open division where the weights are just significantly less. So if you're yeah. worried about something like that, um, you, I feel like you shouldn't be just because they have opportunities available for people who aren't as strong or who are virtually new to training. So mm-hmm. I, I say, give it a shot for people who are on the fence about it. Yep. I, I, I agree definitely. And, you know, this would be a, a really good opportunity for people to try it with this virtual challenge mm-hmm. and, you know, signing up for the body weight. Like I can say, you know, this first week's body weight challenge is, is just burpees, lunges, and, um, Oh my gosh. Squats. Was it squats? squats. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> burpees, lunges, and squats. I have it on, I'm doing it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so burpees, lunges, and squats. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be strong or you need weight yeah. or anything like that. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it'd be fun. Yep. Well, I think that's about rounds up. Is there anything else that you want to share or shout outs or um, talk I'm going to give a shout out to my cameraman, Kyle. Yeah, it sounds um, like he's been helping you out. Yeah, he's seriously, like, I, I text him, like, the other day, and I'm like, hey, can you meet me at the gym in 20 minutes? I'm redoing my high rocks workout. <laughs> and he'll literally <laughs> drop everything and be like, sure. <laughs> so that I really awesome. got to give a shout out to him. Like, I'm going to tell him about the podcast, and I'm sure he'll listen. He's such a awesome. big supporter and such a good friend. So shout out to Kyle. Um, shout out to everyone who's getting out there and training during these Mm -hmm. times because I know it's such a such an odd time in our lives right now but I mean if you're getting out there and putting the work in day by day I know when races start to resume back up um you're gonna still have some good fitness built up so everyone just keep it up um keep your head up and sign up for things to keep you motivated if you're lacking that motivation but before you know it I'm sure things are gonna start to slowly get back to normal fingers crossed and if anybody wants to get in touch with you or follow you what's the best way to do that 
Sure. I'd say the best way is probably follow me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is morgan.schulz. It's spelled S-C-H-U-L-Z. No T. No T. Everyone puts a T, <laughs> but there's no T. It's yep. German. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you joining us and you have an awesome rest of your night. Awesome. I appreciate it, Leah. Take care. You too. Bye. I didn't even know Corona made seltzers. <laughs> didn't well, even know they that. do. And you know, they're not me. like, they're not that punky because it's 4.5% alcohol. Like there's, they're, they got a punch to them. They're not the Natty Light seltzers though. Have you had the Natty Light seltzers? I have not had them, but I've seen them and I cannot imagine water tasting more like water. So it's, I'll have to it's try pretty, them and see. Dude, they're 6% ABV. Are they really? Yes. The Natty Lights are 6%. Well, I might have to just give them a try. So when we do peach and mango. All right. Well, when we coordinate this this beer mile repeat, we might have to look into that. Would you consider that? (laughs) Yeah, I would. You would consider doing a beer mile on Natty Light Seltzers. Sure. As long as it's not beer. I just can't stand the taste of beer. I would buy you those. I'll be Leah the Moose. I'll do it. I'm going to be knocked on my butt. So here's the million dollar question for you, though, because anybody that's listening right now and still catching on, are you going to be? There's two flavors of Natty Light seltzers. Okay. Um, There's Aloha Beaches, which is peach and mango, and Catalina Lime Mixer, which is (laughs) cherry and lime. Ooh. I'm going to go with the first one. Let's go with the peach and mango. Let's let's go with beaches. Okay. Oh well, now God. I just have to do it. And the goal is just going to be to stay upright and finish my oh mile. My and God. I think I can do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is going to be hilarious. This is going to be great. <laughs> this is going to be hilarious. If we got one month. You got one month to train, kid. Cause I'm All gonna right. Throw I'm going to have down. to practice. I'm, oh, I'm down. so stupid. What am I going to do it with? <laughs> um, Something good. You can do Should it with I the Natty Lights, too. Oh, it's, oh, the seltzers just sound so weird because of the acidity. Like, I'm. Right. Uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do like, maybe I should go Yates and do the Platinums. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to be doing 6%, you got to step it up too. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'll have to up the ante. Okay. I'm not doing it with freaking Yingling again though. I know that. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be, Uh, without, with all that being said though, we've had some other things here in the past week happen. (sighs) Yes. We go from like, uh, we go from like happy fun. Yay. Fourth of July fireworks to beer miles. Yeah. And like everything just kind of fall out from under us. It's it's a rough week, guys. Um, so earlier this week we've had what came um, first? I don't even know. <laughs> well, so we've I mean we had everything with OCRWC. We expected yeah. that. We talked about that in our last. Did we talk about that in our last podcast? Yeah, we did. We talked about that, and we questioned mm-hmm. about Abu Dhabi, and I think we both kind mm-hmm. of agreed. Chances are it's probably not going to be there, but they'll have it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, um, like sure we're enough, freaking Abu, fortune tellers. Abu is well. So the world championships at Abu is off the plate. Correct. From They're what, saying from what at this heard. moment we'll have world championships somewhere. However, mm-hmm. and an ultra championship. Yeah, and an ultra championship. However, what do you think? Really? I mean, I think I just I don't think it's going to happen. Can, I think they can make announcements and they can hope. And Mm -hmm. I think right now things like it wouldn't surprise me if we hear a random announcement. Like, I don't know where we're going. Like, 
There's they nowhere to go is that. the problem. Like, they're not going to do it at some random, you know, Nebraska site. It's going to be somewhere, <laughs> like, legit. Jacksonville again. <laughs> right. But the problem is, is we've already juiced. Place. Right. We've juiced Tahoe to, like, I mean, that horse is dead and beat. Um, but here's here's my thing is, though, is, like, with California now. Yeah, like, they're not going to let even, it happen. Will they let it happen with their numbers rising, spiking again no. here? And don't get me wrong. This is, like, three, four months out. But, and, and plus, then, I like, mean, how are you going to call it a world championship if there's no world athletes? I mean, it's just it's the same thing that we discussed with OCRWC. Yeah, that's really if, fair. If athletes can't come here from across the world, how are you going to call it a world, a championship? world championship? So that's, as of now, it's not canceled. It's being moved to an undisclosed location. Announcements to come. I think they're still trying to figure everything out, which is fair Agreed. because, like, right now, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Right. Like, you can't fault Spartan for this. I mean, no. honestly, you can't have any hate towards them because this is out of their hands. Obviously, if they had their way and were able to put on a championship race to their liking, they'd do it. But Absolutely they're going to be so bound by local municipalities and state laws that you know, that change day by day, who knows? Who knows what's the next move? Who knows what's going to happen next? Who knows right. where, where we're going with this? Um, I just hope that I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it happens and where it goes. Um, I think, yep. I think we could very well, if we see it, I could see an event taking place where they do both the ultra championship and the world championship, trying to do it back to back. Oh, I agree. Like I don't that. think it um, would, I think it'd be a logistical nightmare to try to plan two different events. Very possible. Very possible. And just even making any event at this point right. now is freaking crazy. So So after that announcement came, then we got another big blow. Big blow yesterday. Dallas is world's toughest mutter and all tough mutter events in twenty twenty. Yeah, it was like a two-part announcement because first they announced, I guess, ORM released first that mm-hmm. um, that there was no World's Toughest. And then when Kyle um, released the, the official statement from Tough Mudder, he said not only is it World's Toughest, it's all, all Tough, Tough Mudder, Mudder events. Um, because they were looking at, you know, the few events that they were going to have in 2020 were all in larger um, you know, New York, Chicago, mm-hmm. Dallas, much bigger areas that they basically said, you know, look, because of the local rules, we can't do it. So just the rest of the Tough Mudder season at this point is canceled. How do you feel about this, Leah? <sighs> I mean, I'm sure Joe is kind of scratching his head about this investment. But, <laughs> you know, I mean... I don't blame them. You know, you can't fault them. I honestly would rather companies come out and say, nope, it's canceled, as opposed to it's coming, it's coming, it's postponed, it's postponed, it's coming, it's coming, it's postponed, it's postponed, and it's canceled. You know, like, just put the, you know, just put them out of the misery in the beginning and just say it like it is. So agreed. agreed. I do fear though for the future of World's Toughest as an event. Having done that event for the past oh four years now, numbers uh, have been years, declining a little bit. Yeah, a lot of bit numbers. When I can remember standing at the start line, I crewed this past year, mm-hmm. and standing at the start line um, when the race started, 
and just how quickly all the athletes passed me. Because in Vegas, when we were there, it was like minutes long after the whistle mm-hmm. blew, where it was just coming and coming and coming. And there were so many athletes. And then this past year, it was like, oh, wait, that's it? That's everybody? We're done. So I fear that by taking a year off from this event, we're going to lose some of those people that do it every year. And I worry that there may not be a future for it. I think we're going to start seeing the sport change a little bit. And some of Mm -hmm. those diehards that we've had for so long and loved it for so long have, Mm -hmm. they're going to be taken a different direction. And that's, it's sad. Um, Yep. But that's, you know, I talked with Caleb. Caleb here a little mm-hmm. bit about like the future of high rocks and the future of yep. um, things like Decafit and yep. maybe we'll see like a surge in that for a while. I don't know. Yep. Um, I, I got no freaking clue here um, yeah. where we're going. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but, but we'll see. Um, yep. At this point, you know, it, it's Viva La Local. <laughs> you know, it sounds so, like local races on, are where it's at this year. So I'm, I'm going to add this on top of there, though. Do you mm-hmm. think with Dallas being canceled, I think we're – I've heard rumors about Utah being canceled mm-hmm. um, for Spartan. I would mm-hmm. not be surprised if we see a cancellation for the Dallas race here for Spartan and the Ultra there canceled yep. soon-ish. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I mean, honestly, at this point, I'm going to put my – faith on the local races i think that these companies that are doing one or two races and are able to really control things much more tightly and you know aren't looking at the thousands of participants and are able to that don't need the thousands of participants right i think that we'll see some of those events happening. I don't think we've lost everything yet. I think that there will be some, um, but my money is going to be on the success of the local, which is, which is good. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's just a different thing. Um, I think that, and that's where a lot of our community and stuff have have to double back on. Like, like that's where I feel like, I'm going now a little bit. I'm looking forward to yep. things like hopefully if Indian Mud Run gets to happen. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If Hubie doesn't get to have Indian Mud Run, he's not out a ton of money. Like right. we know that race. We know that venue. We've been there. Well, I've been right. there. You've not right. been there. But right. um, these guys aren't out a ton, ton, other than figuring out, you know, volunteers and, and spectators and stuff like that. Right. Um, logistics. Logistics. Um, nothing like a massive you know, countrywide race series. Right. Um, so I'm going to go on record and say, oh, so, and then going back to our guys over at Highlander Assault, you know, hopefully we'll get to see that as well. Um, yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm focusing on one race at a time, and I think that that's the only thing we can do. And so first up is Highlander Assault Dark Ages. If you guys have not signed up yet, it is a very limited um, capacity yep. race. They will sell out. In fact, I do believe the unlimited lap option is sold out. Yep. So we are done on unlimited option. Yeah. If you are interested in doing it, this is a full OCR with obstacles in the at nighttime. Um, you can sign up for that. You can use code BROCR for that as well. It'll save you 25%, which is currently and will be the best op, the best discount out there for you. 
Absolutely. Check it out, guys. Um, we'll be there. We'll be yelling and screaming at people, mm-hmm. um, having, a, having a damn good time, and yep. maybe doing a beer mile. <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna open another bag of worms here. Uh oh. Another bag of worms for us here, Leah. Um, so there was a little guy that we know from Conshocton, Ohio, who said if World's Toughest Mudder didn't happen, he would just hold his own frickin' event. Oh, you're gonna put it before out there COVID. like that? Before COVID. Yes. Do you think Hubie should run his own race there? His uh, own World's Toughest Mudder. What World's do y'all think? Indian. Listeners, <laughs> I think that Hubie has the pulse of OCR and he likes to, you know, give the people what they he want. He likes to be weird. <laughs> so if you are listening to this and you have any interest or hope in there being some kind of give option <laughs> for give Indian Mud hell. Run, reach out to Hubie, reach out to us. We're going to just put you on blast, Hubie. Yep. Yep. Put Hubie on, <laughs> rattle his cage a little bit. That'll be fun. <laughs> for Hubie. <laughs> He did say that it would be something he'd consider. So if there's a demand and there's, you know, people that want to do it, reach out to Hubie, reach out to us, let us know what you think, if you would be interested in an endurance option for Indian Mud Run. God, that would be so crazy. I cannot believe that that race is going to have like, it's like a 10K with like 75 obstacles. I mean, for all intents and purposes. That's more than an ultra. Yeah, I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is our sports championship race this year. There is no other race that one could argue is will be as technical, will be as hard. Yeah, there's there's nothing in comparison, and I challenge anybody to say otherwise. Um, But if you want a challenge, if you want a technical, you know, obstacle dense, difficult race, it's Indian Mud Run. If it happens, that's that's the place to be at. Agree. (laughs) agree and for now it's on and we're just going to keep our fingers crossed it stays that way fingers crossed fingers crossed Uh i guess realistically that's all i got this week leah that's about it i think so yep um you know we'll be bringing news to you as it comes out here in the next week i i don't Mm -hmm. i expect like here in the next week or so we're going to see an announcement some big announcements from spartan about a world championship and an ultra championship and uh, we'll kind of go from there um that's it And I guess uh, that's it. Until next week, I'm Jacob Bosecker. I'm Leah Hensley. We will catch you somewhere. (laughs) Stay safe, guys. Bye. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs, too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.